the Koi Gig part. I wouldn't even look at them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even prepare mm. to play against them because you do know what you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> we could beat them six nil, or we could lose six nil. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Now you're very welcome, Max. So we're going to turn to GA. The uh, situation in Donegal appears to be rather fraught. They are at the foot of Division One. That is not the burning issue, though, when it comes to football in the county. Uh, the issue of Carl Lacey and the Donegal Academy is one that has been firing people up for the last number of weeks. So the gist of this, Carl Lacey, four-time All-Star, All-Ireland winner in 2012, Footballer of the Year, needs no introduction. Two years ago, in January of 21, he was appointed as the head of the Donegal Academy. He was their head of academy development. Uh, well qualified on various fronts, as well as his playing career. He has a master's in sports performance from the University of Limerick. He's a lecturer in sport coaching and performance in Letterkenny. So, in effect, he was overseeing the coaching of players from under 14 to under 20 level. Then last month, even though from the outside things seemed to be going very well, he stepped down from his position. In his statement, he mentioned a lack of support from the county board. And then there was a big show of solidarity for Lacey because there was a mass resignation from all the coaches in the county working under him, believed to be numbered at approximately uh, 40. So 40 odd coaches resigned. And in their statement, they said they'd lost all confidence in the governance of Donegal GAA. And they said of Lacey that they were extremely disappointed in how he was treated in his role. And we've seen numerous luminaries of Donegal football expressed their disappointment. For instance, in response to the Donegal County Board statement, which I'll come to in due course, Eamon McGee tweeted, A few days on from this joke of a statement and I'm still so mad that our County Board has decided to treat Carl Lacey like this. It's actually disgusting. Letting go of Lacey and the vision he had for our footballers will set us back so much. It's so disheartening to see. And then Anthony Malloy, uh, there's a leg regale of Anthony Malloy upcoming and he was doing some media for it over the last few days and he was asked about the situation and he said Carl Lacey came in the last couple of years he did a fantastic job and I mean a fantastic job we were in the top five academies in the country from what I hear and now we're sitting without any academy and it should never have happened no one seems to know the answers as to why it did happen but definitely a breakdown in communication between our county board and Carl Lacey and the academy there's no doubt about that Carl Lacey is going to be a huge huge loss to Donegal and then one last point from uh, Gary McDade uh, the former Donegal under 20s football manager uh, he spoke to Ocean FM and uh, he gave his thoughts on the situation as well I'm hugely fearful for our future Connor. Um right now but Cranach Cup starts in a few weeks time we at the moment do not have a team to enter in that Bunkrana Cup we don't have a manager for that team we don't have coaches for that team those players are currently not following programmes that they had been following the last couple of years. And probably that we, as a public, as a GA public, as supporters, as Donegal people, would have got to see the fruition of the last couple of years since the current structure in place. Really get to see it with that academy, that under-16 team, and probably even more so when they're minor next year, when they've got another year under their belts. Like That's what I was really looking forward to was seeing the first group come through that started at under 14. And I'm really fearful. And if any county, Connor, has any sense, I'm sure they've been already on the phone to Carl Lacey to get them into their county because, with the, I mean, we were the envy of 
many counties and our neighbours, you know, and I would not be surprised to see his name being linked to many positions elsewhere. So that is a sense of the mood in Donegal. Happy to say Brennan Deveni is with us evening. What about you, Joe? People aren't happy. Not a doom and gloom there, Joe. <laughs> That's very depressing. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, it never rains, but it pours. Um, <laughs> it's 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 not looking good at the, at the minute in Donegal. And this this saga is, is the last thing we needed, Joe, but this is where we're at. Do we know what happened? Listen, you know, there's, there's two sides to every story. I have a good degree of information on this, Joe, and it's, it'd be unfair to me to kind of pick a side here, but I'll give you a gist of what seems to have happened. That Carol, obviously, as you mentioned there, unreal footballer, one of the greatest players ever in the country, never mind uh, Donegal, um, very well gotten bonus background team, and he was given this job, he's in 21, to... To, to bring this academy in. He had a vision and he was setting it up and, and the word coming back from him was, was fantastic. You know, a load of coaches, everybody involved. Something happened in, um, Joe, around the county board seemed to be, the academy seemed to be acting a small bit outside of the county board's kind of remit or their umbrella or whatever you want to call it. And people in the county board um, started to ask about um, governance and um there was, there was talk of contracts and things that weren't in place, which seemed to be needed to be in place. And as soon as that started, Joe, this is from a good while back, there was issues there in the background and things slowly started to crumble. And they're definitely, Joe, it, it, it doesn't make any sense that what the county board looked for was enough for this to fall apart. And when it, when it did fall apart there, I thought for sure that get them around the table because surely... Whatever this is, I mean, the county board many ways demonised in this, and as you said, he read out the quotes and different yeah. things, and even saying that they let Carroll go. I suppose Carroll stepped away himself. Now, let's be honest, you know, I know the county board fellas, and I'm not spe- speaking up for them. They're, they're there for the good of Donegal football too. So whatever they thought needed to be in place, it doesn't seem like it's that mad what they're looking for. But there was some kind of rubbing up, Joe. A few personalities seemed to collide in this, and it just seemed to go down a terrible, uh, a terrible role, even for what Carroll has put on himself to this, and what the county needed it. Now, the fact that he thought, right, there's no way to patch this up. Mm. It's just a remarkable story and a, and a terrible one for us. Well, especially if, as Anthony Malloy says, the Donegal Academy was becoming the envy of the country or, or certainly as good as anything around. The county board released a very lengthy statement. And so the, to try and, and, and pinpoint what they're citing, I suppose the lines that jumped out to me were when they said Donegal GEA, uh, they're not only bound by, but they fully endorse GEA governance standards. And they say Donegal GEA, including the academy, are not happy with the arrangements as implemented in the football academy. And they do stress, they, and they make a point of saying, now there's no suggestion or inference that there was any malintent or neglect on the part of Carl Lacey or the coaches. But they are talking about not being happy with the arrangements as implemented in the academy and, and, and that they don't seem to match up to governance standards. And then they add, uh, on the field success, especially with underage players, must have proper controls that are transparent for everybody. As the uh, on-field successes of the academy grew, so too did the distance in position of the county board and the head of academy on the arrangements. Do we know what these arrangements they keep citing are? You see, that's what I'm saying, Joe. This is so basic. You're like, how could this be the reason? Now, you've probably had, Joe, you're a nice guy. I'm sure you've never fallen out by anybody in news talk. Um, (laughs) 
But let's say there's a spat starts with somebody and uh, maybe an email and you don't get a response or, or, you know, and it starts to go down a toxic route. This seemed to start from, see what you're saying, how could that be the reason that Carl stops what he's doing? So so this this got tangled up in something I think was very, very basic. And it just snowballed from that. And I think whether at that point then Carl dug his heels in, because even as they tried to repair this, there seemed to be so many reach-outs from the county board to get around the table, and Carl didn't want to. Uh, so it was as if then, you know, they, they just both, whatever happened, Carl felt rubbed up the wrong way, and he just wasn't going to talk. So what you're saying, Nigel, the, the basics of what I know of what they were looking for is what every academy, it has to be part of the county board. I mean, they're the people, ultimately, that's in charge of the whole organisation in Donegal. So if they thought that things, the structures weren't right in place. Listen, they weren't trying to put a tracker on Carl Lacey's phone and, and ask him what he was doing every minute of the day, I presume. But whatever they looked for, it seemed to be normal enough procedure. But I think, you know, at the start of this, something happened between a couple of people uh, in the county board and, and Carl, and it just seemed to kind of spiral from there. And it's, as you said, somebody said about, you know, if we lost Carl now to another county, I mean, it'd be one of them you see in the movie, the big long no you know, don't tell us now that, that of course, Carl Lacey's a wanted man and, and you know, Dirk and McFadden are down helping in Sligo at the minute from, from that 2012 team also. Mark McHugh's down helping out David Burke at Roscommon. Uh, people in Donegal are asking the question, why aren't these guys involved in the current setup? And I suppose Carl was the one that was still involved in terms of doing our, our, uh, our underage and that was something then they looked for the future. So I think that's why a lot of people now because of where Donegal are at currently, they're, they're in transition. As you said at the start, we're sitting at the bottom of the league, we're, we're staring relegation in the face. So people are looking to the future. And if our future now is tangled up in this, and another small point in this too was that Carl set up, it was his vision, this is his plan. So whether he gives over this plan now to, to the next phase is another thing. I mean, this is it's him that set all this up. So, I mean, this is his ideas and this is his setup. So whether that gets transferred to the new man or the new people comes in, that still hasn't been qualified yet, either. Right, okay. So it sounds like uh, backs were rubbed up the wrong way initially, positions entrenched, and all the mediation didn't seem to bring it back from the brink and it all feels very needless. What is the, I, I presume, given that Carl Lacey is maybe... I, I presume given that Carl Lacey's uh, super popular in the county for obvious reasons and county boards generally are not, uh, the the average Donegal football fan, I, I would think, is on Carl Lacey's side. Yeah, that's it. Exactly, Joe. And that's why I'm just trying to get a wee bit of a balance on it because everybody attacks straight away. And listen, not, <laughs> I don't, whatever. I, I just wanted the right resolution. I was sure, you know, it's almost like a... You need somebody like Dr. Phil or somebody to come out and mediate here and get us all together. I, I really thought... The car was 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 sounding a, an alarm to say here, I want this done a certain way. How that we couldn't pull it together? So if you're on a bit a bit of governments, governments or contracts or whatever it was, how we couldn't find a middle ground in that is unbelievable for me. And and as I say, just where Donegal are at the minute, we just need, I suppose, this to be to be sorted straight away because the foundations are there. And whether these coaches come back now and just the way they the, the statement they made about not being happy. That was a big statement to make to us, probably one of the most worrying things. Why did they 
think that, that it was at that level. You know, obviously... But they say they, 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 those 40 coaches who followed Lacey say they've lost all confidence yeah, in governance I mean, of Donegal GA. I mean, Joe, that's as hard as you can hit any group that's govern, governing over Donegal well, GA. They're, well, they're calling for sackings yeah. or resignations, effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, it, we have the Centre of Excellence in Convoy. You know, it's been up in the last couple of seasons. And, you know, where Donegal were at in terms of on the pitch, was we were, we were competing there thereabouts all the time. So... All these things now have, have fallen under the one pot at, at the minute, Joe. And listen, as I say, I can't see what the county board necessarily asked for was that uh, big of a problem. But, Joe, there's more in the background of this because the basicness of, of what we've spoken about is not enough for, for this to fall apart. OK. You're not anticipating a miraculous uh, friendship resuming between Lacey and the board then? It's done? No, it's definitely done, Joe. Yeah, I can say I can say that for sure. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, grim times, as you mentioned, Donegal at the foot of Division One. What's going on on the field? Yes. Yeah, so uh, listen, as we know, transition. You know, with the retirements, that the management came in there, new management, all that stuff is going to take time to bet in. Division One, ultra ultra competitive at the minute, and we we set on three points, Joe. You, we had a late winner against Kerry. Don't forget we. Galway missed a chance to, to take the full points in there Kenny, a couple of weeks ago. So we, we it could be looking actually worse. But uh, just disappointing, I suppose, second half against Monon, the performance against Tyrone, of course, and the first half against Armagh. Uh, and listen, we just look like a team is still trying to find our feet. And, you know, people might say go down to two. W- would it be the worst thing for this young team? Possibly not. But then you've threatened with potentially going out of the championship, uh, Joe. So... It's going, to be, it's going to be tough. I mean, you'd have to say at the minute in Ulster, we're definitely fifth on the, on the pecking order. And that, that's, I mean, Derry's on the way up. They're, they're heading for Division 1, obviously. We could be out. You know, you'd have to say that, that um, Derry and Armagh, Tyrone are the three teams you'd say strongest going into the championship. And then Monaghan after that, you'd have to put us next to do so. There's a huge rebuild going on there at the minute with Donegal, um, trying to find, I suppose, a style of play that suits us and, and it's a difficult, difficult time and it's tough on the, on the new management coming in. But listen, people people will step up to the plate in that time and, and it's a young team, young defence, uh, the, the average age of the team is all, it's all young guys that, that are playing there. Uh, there's a few experienced heads in there and one of them was Hugh McFadden who went down and did the target job for us the yeah. last night and unhinged that Serious Armad defence. So, you know, we, we didn't give up in the game, Joe. So, listen, you've got to, I suppose, look to certain positives in it. But we're, we've Mayo next. They're, they're flying it. Like, to, to beat them would be a huge ass in Balbuffet on Saturday. That's do or die for us. We've just coming away on the last game. So, listen, Joe, you'd have to win the two, two of them to think you'll stay in the division. It's a tough, tough ask. Okay. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, Mill. Thanks, Joe. See you. Brennan Devenny from... Donegal, former Donegal uh, player, given his perspective on the fallout between Carl Lacey and uh, numerous academy coaches and the county board, which uh, looks done and no sign of any kind of reconciliation there and huge anger in Donegal at the situation.